when my son Trey was in preschool many years ago. He came home one day and he said, Mom, there is a girl in my school and her name is Paper. <laughs> Guess what? It's podcast day. Hello, my friends. This is Stacy with episode 117 of Exactly Enough Time. This podcast is about being present. It is also about playful creativity and other things like curiosity and connection. I am Stacy Julian, a life enthusiast and a storyteller. I love to interview interesting people with expertise and solutions. Together, we talk about what they do and why they do it. Listen up. I think you'll find inspiration for living your life and telling your story because you have exactly enough time. So when Trey told me he had a girl in his preschool whose name was Paper, I looked at him and said, her name is Paper? Do you mean Piper? And he said, no, mom, Paper. Oh, wait, 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 not Paper, Paige. Isn't that a funny name, mom? (laughs) So I have for many, many years tried my best to write down some of the endearing and hilarious things my children have said. And I love that I was able to put my hands on this loose piece of paper that documented Trey coming home and saying that to me when he was in preschool. He's now in college, you guys. But today I have such a treat for you. I have a girl named Paige on my podcast who loves paper. (laughs) Isn't that fun? Paige who loves paper is my guest today. I have with me Paige Taylor Evans. If you are already familiar with Paige, then you know that she is known for her paper crafting. She is a beloved memory keeper for the way that she brings together a rainbow of bright, happy colors with so much artistry. I have posted Paige's full bio in the show notes along with a link to her website and every other place that you can choose to find Paige, to learn from her, to connect with her. You can find all of these resources at stacyjulian.com or they're most likely available to you on your mobile device in the podcast app that you are choosing to listen to this podcast in. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Please enjoy this conversation with Paige Taylor Evans. Oh, I'm so excited. So um, I want you to just, I'm just thrilled to have you for a little bit of time. And I'm going to tell you more specifically why in a minute. But would you start, please, by introducing yourself to my listeners? I just want to know a little about your family and where you live. Maybe something you love about where you live. All right, here we go. <laughs> my name is Paige Evans. Uh, across social media, it's Paige Taylor Evans and I just, when I signed up for Instagram, Paige Evans was already taken. So anyway, that's why my middle name is sometimes on there. (laughs) I have been married to my husband for 14 years. We have 
two kids, a son named Fox. He will be 11 this year and a daughter named Jane, and she's about to turn nine. We also have a dog, a cat, and a bunny, and I, I would love lots more pets, but then I feel like I'm always the one that ends up taking <laughs> care of them. True, true. Uh, and I have been scrapbooking since my very first job. I was 16 years old, and it's so funny. My mom just loves to take credit for it, and she, I mean, she does. She deserves all the credit in the world, but it's funny because whenever I post about it, like just recently for my birthday, I said I've been scrapbooking for 20 years now, and yeah. she's, she posts, you're welcome, you know, just oh. <laughs> things like that. It's so funny. So what role did your mother play? She got you the job, or she yeah, knew you would parents, like the job? When I turned 16, my parents said, you know, if you want to buy clothes and right. all the things you love as a teenager, you need to pay for them yourself. So you need to get a job. So yeah, they were the, my mom was the one who drove me all around downtown. And we just went to a little strip mall where there was a scrapbooking store. And I had been in, in that store before when I was 12 years old, you know, for a church huh. activity, we did a little scrapbooking session there. But yeah. Of course I don't I didn't think twice about it and then um yeah I've told this story a lot over the years but it's just so crazy because they didn't even have any applications. They just wrote down my name and phone number. <laughs> got the got an interview, interviewed with them and they hired they hired me even though I couldn't even work on Saturdays. What kind of store doesn't I don't know. It was just meant to be cuz yeah. Ever since then, everything's just kind of snowballed and I haven't looked back and so much of my life revolves around scrapbooking now and it's definitely fate and serendipity. And yes, I do owe lots of credit to my mom and dad. (laughs) Well, thanks, mom. Thanks, store owners. I mean, you know, I'm going to say the Cosmos, you know, Heavenly Father, somebody knew, right, that you were launching your future. So some stars had to align for a minute and you had to get that job. That's Amazing. That's so fun. Okay, so where do you currently live? We are in the suburbs of Denver. So we're about 20 minutes south of Denver. We've done a lot of moving around in our married life, but now we're pretty much permanently here. And I'm, I'm totally okay with that. I love it here. Okay. What do you love about it? My husband was raised in Denver, so I'm curious. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, I I do love the weather. I think of all the places we've lived here, uh-huh. it's just, I'm looking out my windows right now, it's blue skies and sunshine. So yeah. there's walking trails all around. And if I'm ever stressed or just need a break, I just put on my headphones. I can go outside and go on walks. And that's awesome. I really appreciate. Okay. Well, so tell me the name of the store, because I think I have been in that store that where did you first have your job? It was called Yesterdays. Yes. In Redmond, Washington, right? That's right. Oh my goodness. That's so crazy. But I'm much, much, much older than you, which is fine. We can still be scrappy friends. But um, so I think, you know, my experience maybe being in that store probably didn't, I don't know, maybe, maybe you were working the counter when I came in one day. I don't know. But anyway, that's so fun. So I, but this is kind of weird, but just for fun, because I'm trying to think back, when did I really start paying attention, you know, to the things that you were doing? Mm-hmm. One of my earliest memories is you posted this picture, which you just recently posted again, which is so cool. I don't know what to call it other than maybe an Easter tree, but I I remember it came with a story. So I just wanted you to tell me about that. Sure. Okay. So 
a little background. We lived in Germany for four years from okay. 2013 to 2017. Okay. That was because my husband went to dental school on a U.S. Army scholarship. So four years of dental school for four years of active military service. So we were, we chose really, we really wanted to live abroad. And so that's why we were in Germany. And I don't, I mean, I'm sure I was on a Facebook group or something for the local, the local uh, army people. And they posted a picture of that tree and a tree with 10,000 handmade Easter eggs. And each (sighs) one is different. And this couple would spend, I think, maybe it was 10 weeks. So a thousand eggs a week. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Just dangling these eggs from this tree about two hours from where we lived. And I read that it was their last year doing it. So we had to go. So yeah, we drove and we went and we saw it and it was the most amazing thing. And now every, every year come Easter time, I just love to repost that picture because it's so colorful. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because honestly, if you didn't know the background story of that tree, you might think you, Paige, created it because I feel like that tree, it fits in your feed, right? It looks like you, the intricacy, the color, just the, I mean, it's kind of amazing. I just think, well, that's Paige's tree. I call it Paige's tree, which I knew that I had read the, the backstory at some point, but I love that you repost it. I just think that's so interesting, right? That you had that chance to go see it in person. So you kind of you kind of told us that your genesis in scrapbooking was this first job at 16. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to fall in love with actually scrapbooking. So how did that happen? How did you create your first page? Let's say <laughs> that's true. So I I think I come from just a naturally artistic family. My grandpa, I have a huge portfolio of his. He was a he worked at Procter and Gamble in their advertising oh. departments. Oh my goodness. He hand lettered all kinds of advertisements, you know, back huh. before they had Adobe Illustrator and Adobe Photoshop, everything was done by hand. Huh. So he has all his illustrations. And then uh, my other, my grandma on the other side was a watercolorist. My mom has always been into arts and crafts. I remember growing up, she was always working on these wood crafts and would oh, yeah. sell her stuff at local craft stores. My my dad is a carpenter. He's a super handyman and is just always making things. So I think it's definitely in my genes, in my blood to yeah. be creative and making things. And I don't know, there was just something about uh, putting pictures with stickers because mm-hmm. I'm a super sentimental person. I love looking back on memories. I just get so much joy from remembering times mm-hmm. in my life, you know? So mm-hmm. something about putting those, all those things together is just, it's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's so true. I think that's true for so many, it's true for me. It's true for so many people that are listening. So, mm-hmm. well, here's my reason, other than I've watched you for so many years, admired what you do, love your happy colors. We'll talk about that in a minute. I was editor of Simple Scrapbooks magazine. So very early on in my experience with scrapbooking, I was given this charge to just like simplify, make this something that's very enticing and inviting and doable for people. That that really has been my gem Mm -hmm. for so many years. And I happen to be teaching a class this year where we're making a page every week. 
So for me, that's super consistent, you know, <laughs> um, and I'm, and I love it. I really love that, that it, that it, I'm doing it again in a very yeah consistent way. I just know, like, for example, every Tuesday night, I'm going to go in and, and make my page for the week. And, um, but here's the deal page. I, for the first time in my life, I'm working by choice and I've launched most of my babies and <laughs> they're not babies anymore. Right. And I'm a little bored. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, I want to like, I've never been a technique scrapbooker. And I'm actually just admitting this publicly right now with you. <laughs> and so I'm so intrigued by what you do, how you do it. I've been watching YouTube videos. You might call me a little bit of a newbie stalker. <laughs> and so I thought, I'm just going to reach out to her and see if I can ask her some of my questions directly <laughs> and see, you know, um, how I can learn a little bit I, I want to, what's that word in, is it, no, I don't know what it is, inject, it's not the word, <laughs> imbue, I don't know what the word is, I'll find it and fix it, but um, energize my pages with a little bit more artistry, so I'm so fascinated, so I want you, kind of in general terms, all right, you have a very, and, and I should say to everyone right now, and you already mentioned your your full name in social media, or on social media, but if you are listening and you can, go, you have your phone in your hand or whatever, you're not driving, please open up Instagram and go to at Paige Taylor Evans, P-A-I-G-E, right? T-A-Y-L-O-R Evans, E-V-A-N-S. Did I do that right? Yep. Oh my gosh. You know, as we proceed in this conversation, you are going to need, if you're not already familiar with Paige, good chance you are, but let's say you're not, you're going to need to look at her Instagram feed to understand some of my questions and to understand my curiosity. You have a, a style that is very distinctive and yet you do so many different things, which that's not something I really knew until I, I really started paying attention um, about a month ago. <laughs> um, you do very different things and yet you have this consistency in your style generally, right? So I'm super curious. It's not something that I don't think most people who are familiar with scrapbooking or can pull up an image of scrapbooking, they're not going to pull up an image of what you create. Does that mean, does that make sense what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. Okay, so tell us how this style overall developed for you. Okay, so back when I first started scrapbooking, when I was 16 years old, it was like the grunge, grungy. Right, yes, you know? I remember that phase. Yes, I didn't like it. All those brands and it's almost like the day I started working at American Crafts, my style did a complete 180 because their brand was very clean and bright. It was my job to create samples to go into the, the catalogs that were at CHA or Creativation, whatever. Okay, yeah. So it was, you know, it was out with the browns and the grays and the muted tones, and it was in with the the bright colors. And yeah, it was just one day, my style changed just like that to using bright colors. So it's funny, I should show some of my very beginning pages compared to now. That'd be kind of fun. Okay, but now, and I'm going to interrupt already. I'm an interrupter. You, you, you went from the scrapbook store and all of a sudden you're working for American Crafts. So what happened there? How did you get a job <laughs> in American Crafts? Yeah, sure. So uh, I you know, I started working at the scrapbook store when I was 16, transferred over to working at Pebbles in My Pocket in uh, Utah while I was okay. going to BYU. Okay. And then, and then went on a study abroad, came back, and then I started working at the a magazine, Scrapbook Trends, you know, when okay. all the 
yes. all the magazines were around. So I got my uh, degree in art education, but oh. I graduated in December. So there were no art teacher openings in the middle of the school year. I interviewed at American Crafts and I've been working with them since then, which was in 2008. So I've been yeah with wow. American Crafts since 2008. Wow. Okay. Thank you for filling it in. Okay. <laughs> yep. Now you can go back to, they had brighter papers and you just, your style changed in a day. Yep. Basically is what you're saying. I haven't looked back since. I've just found that the the rainbow colors and the bright colors uh, really speak to me. And as far as like my style of scrapbooking, I'm a little different in that I create about 75% of the layout before I add the picture. Yeah. Which, Kind of backwards in in scrapbooking because I you no, know it's not backwards it's just you and it's beautiful and I've been watching it and I'm so fascinated so okay keep going you know so one of my goals when I was just when I was very beginning was ooh design teams are cool I want to be on design teams and so ah. when you're on a design team it's your job to promote the product and so yeah. I create with the product first and then find a photo to match because I don't have a shortage of photos right I take right. I take pictures every single day. So I know I'll be able to find a photo that matches. And then, so for me, it's the the process. And I like to focus on one technique on my layout. I'll go to my husband and say, hey, babe, what am I trying to feature on this, on this layout? And he says, you know, a large title or hand stitching or fussy oh, cutting. Oh, so, funny. Uh, I love it. Mm-hmm. So it's usually one thing done a lot on my layout so now I'm curious you know and and it sounds like you really just when you started working for American Crafts and you you got on some design teams that's kind of where you went from hobbyist and loving you know just the process to really doing it as a profession yeah you know it's funny so when I was working in the scrapbook store when I was 16 and Uh It was, it was you and it was Becky Higgins and it was Heidi Swap And I was so, I was like, I want to be them when I grow up. Kid yeah. you not. Funny. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, your, your magazines and your, your books and all that would come into our store and it would fly off the shelves. And I just thought that was so cool. And so I started working at American Crafts. And then when we moved and I wasn't working in house anymore, I stayed on their design team. Okay. I, but, some of the girls were on multiple design teams and I thought that was cool. So I just, I tried, you know, you yeah. send in your application and you cross your fingers and you hope to hear back. And yeah. sometimes I did, sometimes I didn't, but yeah, from there, it was just kind of trying to say yes to every opportunity that I could, which wasn't always easy because I did have my two babies, you know, right, right around the same time. So yeah, I was often a, a fine balance between creating and mommying and um mm-hmm. husband was going to school so yeah but here we are you know and so where did he do dental school like were you still there in Utah where a lot of these companies reside or he went to the dental school at USC so we were in Southern California oh wow which okay. is where the CHA took that, place for several that's years. true yeah mm-hmm. so I was able to work at the booths there and yeah about Amy Tangerine and her booth and help her with 
her she had she always has so much going on so I was able to Uh help her work at uh, bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs we would go to these extravagant uh, celebrations and we would create scrapbooks for (gasps) the I remember that when she did that right like she would make yeah scrapbooks Oh my goodness, that's so interesting. Didn't she like make a scrapbook for Dr. Phil or something once? And... I'm sure. She's like, you know, always doing cool things like that. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. So now you're, you're, you're on multiple design teams. You're working. Are you actually, because I know sometimes you get product. I mean, at what point were you like, okay, this is something I want to do. I want to create an income, you know, for mm-hmm. myself. Do you remember when that day happened when you realized that this is something I actually want to keep doing for a long time? And maybe, mm-hmm. I don't even know. I, I mean, about that time when we were living in Southern California is when yeah. American Crafts started doing their uh, signature collections with yeah. Dear Lizzie and Amy Tangerine. And again, it was like, oh, that's so cool. I want to do that too. Yeah. And I pitched my own collection idea to the head honchos and they they said no and but I didn't you know of course I was super bummed but I Uh didn't let that deter me I think it even it gave me even more drive to Mm. do what I love Mm -hmm. Um, and then right about then is when we moved to Germany so I spent four years um, in Germany again just saying yes to opportunities and teaching but I think it was like eight or nine countries yeah um, it was while I was there that I asked again, essentially, if I could do my own collections, and they said yes. So, yeah, you know, from there, it's been, it's been, I've been able to create my own kits and now teach virtual classes. And I don't think I could, I couldn't make it on my own. You know, that's one of the things you don't really talk about is yeah. <laughs> the money behind it all, right? But right. you know. If I were by myself, sure, maybe I could support just myself, but we have my family. So mm-hmm. we, my husband works and I provide this income on the side, which is fun for me. But, and it's, it's basically the fun. Like if it weren't fun anymore, if it didn't bring me joy anymore, I wouldn't mm-hmm. do it. So that's, yeah, that's so interesting. That's how, that's very similar to me. I also have a husband who has a, a professional degree and yeah. he's been a fantastic provider for which I am very grateful. And I've always chosen to work, to kind of have this side gig and, yeah. and, and I've been so grateful for a supportive husband who's seen how important that is to me to take care of myself, you know, creatively. Right. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so I didn't know, um, And I love that you had that teaching experience because I feel like if I look back over my career, it's teaching other people that really has helped me um, not only develop my own, um, I don't don't know that I have a style like like you do, Paige, but you know what I mean? I really think that teaching other people teaches you what, what we need, you know what I mean? to scrapbook and it just it teaches you about what people's obstacles are and and where where they need more confidence or whatever it is so I'm sure that that you know was important to you in terms of like going back to American crafts and and knowing what you wanted in a line so that you could teach with it or something I don't know yeah and it's always just fun to be with like-minded people who understand get it right so so that's in in that setting where you're teaching other people and yeah there's just nothing nothing quite like it (laughs) 
you talked a little bit about that you you work with the product first and then go look for the photos. Um, and then if I'm if I'm looking for inspiration, definitely scrolling through Pinterest will help. Scrolling through Instagram, I'll see one little thing and be like, "That's awesome! How can I interpret that in scrapbooking?" And okay. go from there. So one of the things I really love doing is hand stitching. Yeah. So I'll embroider an entire piece of pattern paper and those are some of the layouts that take the longest and Mm -hmm. I like to balance that with layouts that don't take very long so and they both they both are favorites so well and I want to talk about that too and I I just put that into the category the category of artistry because one of the things that's been a theme for me because of the work that I've done, you know, to simplify is this idea of time saving. And I actually recently just did a podcast where I talked about things that are time consuming. Like sometimes it's a really joyful thing to just say, I am going to invest time. And it, cause I don't know, I just keep having this thought, what am I saving all this time for? <laughs> but talk to me about the joy or you know, why do you think you like, I don't know, I was looking at one post and you're like, I'm 24 hours of stitching in, you know, guesstimating eight hours to go. And I'm like, what? (laughs) So I love that. Talk to me about time and and you have children and other things that I'm sure you want to accomplish. So how does that fit into your life? And why is that something that you have grown to value? You know, some people, some people call me crazy for spending (laughs) that long on one single layout. And that kind of used to bother me, but then somebody said, and I've, this has stuck with me ever since, it's not crazy, it's passion. Yeah. You know, it's something that I, I really love Yeah. and I don't feel like I'm wasting my time at all. I feel mm-hmm. like the, the time and effort that goes into it every second is worth it. And mm-hmm. um, I have, you know, when my kids are in school, I have those eight hours of Mm -hmm. time to myself and I'll knock out my household duties first, you know, (laughs) the dishes, the the vacuuming, the laundry, all that. And then um, I will, I'll spend that time how I want. And that will be, it can either be something quick or it can be something like hand stitching where it takes a long time. I love it. It's so I just was, um, I'm, I've always been very interested in positive psychology. And one of the things that they've studied and they've learned <clears throat> about happy people, people who have a, a strong sense of well-being, is that they do less consuming and more creating. Hmm. And that doesn't mean creating art, right? Right. But I think that's so interesting. That's a balance in each of our lives. And we live in the digital age. It's very, very easy to consume. And there's nothing wrong with that. But to step back and say, what is my ratio of consume to create? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So whether it's a beautiful meal, whether it's something, you know, like artistic, like like you and I do, um, you know, there's so many different ways that you can make or, or build or contribute to something and I just thought that was so fascinating when I'm, I'm listening to this book. And anyway, that's like what Paige does too, is you give yourself permission to use the free time that you have, at least some of the time, to really get into your art, right? And, mm-hmm. and enjoy it stitch by stitch or whatever. That's right. <laughs> and I'm, I could be generalizing and I could be wrong <clears throat> that sometimes we don't afford ourselves that opportunity because we like to have all these thoughts about, I've got to do this and I've got to do that and I've got to do that. And 
maybe you don't, mm-hmm. you know? And I love how you said, you know, I, I've learned that when I have something I'm excited to work on, the, the things that I believe I'm accountable for in my home, I want to do them so much faster. You know, I can just like right? whip them out because I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to create. So I think it's a very motivi- motivating and energizing thing to give yourself the opportunity to slow down and, and create. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, it just makes me think so much, you know, like we're, we each have 24 hours and mm-hmm. what we do with them. So I could, I'm, I don't, I try not to make myself feel guilty, you know, at all, mm-hmm. because I could spend all my time in the kids classroom too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I guess I like that you said giving yourself permissions because um, mm-hmm. then I just, it fills you up. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and again, this can be scrapbooking. This can be whatever your creative muse or, you know, interest yeah. is. If you're taking care of yourself in that way, then and you've heard people have said this millions of times, you know, then you have more to give and you're in a, you're a different person and you have, you know, you have a different outlook for, for giving back to people because mm-hmm. you've given yourself the chance to do something you love. So. Yeah. And then I love that we all have our own, our own talents too. A lot yeah. of people will say, oh, I could never do that. Or I'm not artistic like that. But then I wish that I could cook like them. Or I wish that mm-hmm. I had more of their compassion and thoughtfulness too, you know? So mm-hmm. we all have our things. Yeah. Yeah. And decide, decide what it is that you love and decide it's okay to love it all the way. <laughs> there <you> go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Super fun. Okay. I want to talk about products <clears throat> and not specifically your products yet. What I want to hear about, and you've kind of already said pattern paper, but let's say you are, the kids are off, you've done your stuff, you're going to head into your studio. What is right there within arm's reach? Can you walk me through it? Mm -hmm. Like, What are the things that you know you want to, you're going to use 90% of the time? Uh, Definitely an electronic cutting machine. Oh, okay. That's within arm's reach of me right now. Okay. And I have both a Cricut and a Silhouette because they both have their awesome features mm-hmm. uh, and then I don't, I don't know like a computer does that count I do sure. so much on the computer not even just scrapbook wise but behind the scenes you know scrapbooking yeah. it's not just creating the layouts it's then photographing the layouts and mm-hmm. editing the photos and the photos to go on social media but also the photos to go on the scrapbook so right. I've got my computer with me at all times and um and then behind me, it's just racks and racks of cardstock because I love using colored cardstocks for my backgrounds. And then I have one of those cute three-tiered carts from Ikea with all my essential tools. So yeah. just you always need, you'll always need adhesive, scissors, paper trimmer, ruler, journaling pen, you know, just all yeah. the that you need for every layout. And so, and, and people can come to your website and, and watch your videos and learn some of these things, but, um, and cause I've been doing it and it's so fun, <laughs> but, um, tell me just about maybe your favorite two adhesives. Cause I was surprised and I don't know why, um, maybe cause I haven't ventured into the artistic side so much, but you do, you use a lot. This is what I think. So correct me if I'm wrong. You use a lot of liquid glues versus adhesives when you're working with paper. Is that true? true? Like my scrapbooks have fallen apart over the years. So whatever I, whatever adhesive I was using 20 years ago hasn't held up, but yeah. I'm finding that liquid glue 
does hold up through the years. So, and then you've talked about lots of different patterns, but like how many patterns? Like on a given, let's say, and I know it's probably not the same, but on a given, you know, standard 12 by 12 scrapbook page, are we talking five patterns? Are we talking 10? Like, <laughs> oh goodness. I, you know, I'm, I'm looking at my wall. I keep all yeah. of my layouts displayed on my wall, which I love. And I'm just, I'm trying to count. There are a lot. <laughs> there's a lot with a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this one with flowers and it looks like there's you know, 24, 24 patterns. It's yeah. all shades of, I've, I'll arrange. So there's, there's 24 designs in all of my collection, 24 pattern papers. They're okay. double-sided. So that's 48 designs. And what I love to do oh. is arrange them in rainbow order and then I can pick and oh. choose. And so for this, a flower layout that I'm looking at, each flower is created using monochromatic colors so there's probably five colors of red to make one flower five colors of orange to make another flower wow so, yeah that's just that's using a lot of uh -huh. colors so you move and i've seen you do this you kind of move around the color wheel you know yeah. just and work like you say so the patterns and i think that's something that maybe some people don't necessarily understand is you can put a lot of patterns together if they're in the same color family or even if they're right next to each other on the color wheel. You know what yeah. I mean? So, and I, I've seen you do that a lot. I'm learning that from you. Mm -hmm. So you're designing these, mm -hmm. these, you have paper kits or packets with American crafts or, or what's the company I'm forgetting. Yeah. So I, I do signature, signature collections with American crafts. With American crafts. Okay. And then how many times a year are you putting a collection together like that? Twice, two times Twice. a year. Okay. And then in a given kit, there's always, like you say, there's these 48, 24 pieces of paper, and there's usually stickers and die cut pieces. Like walk me through what one, one collection looks like. Mm -hmm. So, yep, there's 24 double-sided pattern papers, then a six by eight paper pad. So smaller scales, great for card makers or just doing things on a smaller scale. I've also been doing two by two paper pads. So little itty bitty. What? Yeah, I didn't so, even know. Okay. Um, because they there's pocket pages that come with little two by two sections. Yes. So they just slip perfectly into there. Oh my goodness. And then lots of different kinds of stickers. So there'll be cardstock stickers, chipboard stickers, puffy stickers, epoxy stickers, and then wow. a sticker book, you know, so just all kinds of stickers. Yeah. And then we've been doing two packs of die cuts. So one focuses mostly on flowers and leaves because I love flowers. Yes. Yes, you okay. do. So do I. <laughs> That's awesome. And then more ephemera and journaling and tag tags, a package yeah. of those. And then um, lately we've been doing stamps, washi tape. Oh my goodness. Charms because I love attaching charms onto the spine of little books. So yeah. Yeah, and then a few other skews of things that kind of get rotated out as huh. as we see how they do. So yeah, it's fun and full and exciting. Oh my goodness. And I'm already, it's already, see, I knew it was going to go fast when I talked to you because I just had all these questions and things I wanted to, to move through. So I, so here's me, okay? Here's me who I know how to scrapbook and I love to scrapbook and I want to, um, 
move into the world of page. Okay. Pages, pages. I love that, that you teach classes at big picture classes, which is fun because I started that company and <laughs> sold it. And you teach one of the most popular classes there, pages, pages. Um, but how would you have me begin? Would you have me begin with one of those classes? Would you have me go get a collection? I know you're doing some really fun things online. So as we wrap up, I want you to tell me someone, you know, someone who's not familiar with you, how do you bring them into the fold? Yeah, I think that's, that's really a great idea of a good place to start would be big picture classes because then I'm, and I go through and I show some of my favorite techniques. So if you are a learner through videos, Mm -hmm. then that is a great place to go. I have a lot of content up Mm -hmm. on there. If you learn by reading, I post a lot on my blog with written instructions. And if you like learning in a live virtual setting, that's kind of my latest gig is teaching virtual classes. So in a private Facebook group or on YouTube, I will, I just teach right along with you. So if you have questions and comments, you can be there as I'm teaching. Um, and then, yeah, always posting my stuff on Instagram. So if you're ever stuck or in a rut or you want to reach out to me, then Instagram is a great way to go. So a little something for everyone. Wow. Seriously. And you know what? Paige has sent me all of that. So I'm going to put all of that in the show notes, come to the show notes or just go straight to Paige. And and from there, you'll find all of the things. Let me just say that again all of the things (laughs) that Paige is doing so beautifully. So what, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this, but what's overwhelming Paige sometimes? Um, just, I feel like every day there's something new popping up in, you know, like Mm -hmm. TikTok. I have not jumped on the TikTok bandwagon Mm -hmm. or, or Instagram reels. They're always coming out with new features. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I haven't been doing very much content on YouTube lately. So I, yeah, I just have to figure out where I want to focus my time. And like I said, mostly it's been with virtual classes lately because there's, there's a lot of things you can do Uh and places to focus your energy. And so sometimes I just, I struggle with, well, where should I put my focus? What would make me happiest and others happy too. What do, what do people want to see from me? So figuring all that out. Yeah. And it's ongoing, isn't it? And honestly, and you've done such a good job. You have a library. I would call it a library in many of these places already. So, so many resources that I think you get to choose Paige. You get to just see what makes me happy today and (laughs) know that people who love you will find you and be so grateful for everything that you've contributed. So Okay, I'm going to wrap up. I have two questions I ask all of my guests. I do want to give you an opportunity to, is there anything else that you want to add that you didn't get to say, something that you're currently working on? I want to can, know I about tell, that. can I tell you a funny story? Yes, yes. <laughs> about four years ago, yes. we were living in, we lived in Seattle for one year. Yes. My parents have a, a little house in a town called Wallace, Idaho. Yes. And we stopped for dinner in Spokane, Washington, at, in a little place called Cafe Rio. And I, I know you live in Spokane, right? I do. <laughs> yes. Was, Wouldn't that be funny if Stacy Julian was there? <laughs> and you were. You were there with your family. But you were, yeah, you were with your family and you were and so 
me and I didn't want to walk up and up to you and be like, Hey, I'm Paige Evans. I don't know if you know me, but I know you, but I'm such a stalker. I just, I watched you from afar, but I just thought it was so funny. Cause I like, what if Stacey Julian is there? Because she goes, Oh my gosh, my mouth. I'm like trying to shut my chin right now. <laughs> are you serious? I would have died to meet Paige. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is so crazy. I wish I had said something now, you know, you I missed opportunity, but <laughs> next time we see each other, we're just going to hug. Okay. Like, <laughs> Oh my, that's so funny. We seriously, yeah, we love Cafe Rio. And I had a couple boys that needed to go every week. So there is a good chance if you're ever in Spokane and you eat at Cafe Rio, that I will be there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. And that's okay. And here's something funny. We actually took a spring break. It was funny because the, the one year with my oldest, we went to Hawaii for spring break. It was kind of the last vacation of our whole family before kids started leaving. Mm-hmm. Then the next year, we went to Wallace, Idaho. And my second son was like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, what's wrong with me, right? Yeah. And you guys, it's the smallest little town. But I, if I'm correct, I mean, it's like on the National Registry of, you know, restored talent. I mean, it's like the same. It's the same yeah. as it has been. So, yeah. and it's got beautiful hikes and all these fun things. So I love Wallace, Idaho. So I, yeah. that's cool that your parents, we rode bikes around, the, you know, the streets yeah. and saw some of the the houses. So that's so crazy. We have a Wallace connection and a Cafe Rio connection. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Okay, quick. Two questions. I that I ask everyone. One is called people, places, and things. So I want you to just tell me, and this can be about scrapbooking if you want it, or it can just be about anything else, but tell me about a person or a place or a thing that maybe you are thinking about right now or you're focused on. So we love Disneyland and <gasps> They're, they've reopened to us yes. as of June 15th. So we've booked a trip for October. No so way. That I'm really looking forward to and thinking about is our happy place. <laughs> that's so exciting. I have a son who loves Star Wars and that's so funny. I just texted him over the weekend and I think I'm going to take him too and go to yep. Star Wars land at Disneyland. So exciting. Okay. And then my final question is you get to fill in the blank. I have exactly enough time for. Okay. I have exactly enough time for scrapbooking. That's yeah. something that I, I make time for and mm-hmm. brings me joy along with, you know, of course, my family and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. I just think it's so good to hear it out of, we just can't hear it enough. I have exactly enough time to do the things that I love and the things that are important to me because we live in a crazy world that, that, you know, it's very easy to think that that you should go in all of these different directions and you get to choose how to spend your time. And I love Paige, the way that you are spending your time. It's so joy filled. And, and it's just, uh, as I've started to learn from you and I am going to take some classes, I'm going to take some pages, pages, classes, <laughs> a big picture. And, and I'm just excited. I feel like you're going to infuse. That's the word I wanted. Oh, yeah. You're going to infuse my my approach to scrapbooking with a lot of color and joy. And I'm so looking forward to it. So I just want to thank you for being who you are, for sharing who you are and making and making yourself available. So thank thank you you so so much. much. Yep. Thank you for asking me to do this podcast with you and know that I have admired you for years and years. Oh my goodness. So So fun. Next time I see you, I will say hi. Yes. (laughs) Good. You'll say hi and we'll hug. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) Thank you, Paige. 
Isn't she just 117% delightful? I think so. So many good nuggets in there. I love that Paige talked about how we all have gifts and talents. And I'm so excited over the next several months. If you happen to be taking my Story 52 class, don't forget, podcast listeners save $20 with the code 35WEEKS. That's 35, capital W-E-E-K-S. 35, all caps, WEEKS. will save you $20. Come join me and let's spend the rest of 2021 having more fun with our memory keeping. You are going to see the influence of Paige Taylor Evans in my storytelling over the next couple of months and I'm excited to learn from her and try some of the things that she is so very good at. Uh, Thank you so much for being here, for choosing to listen. I love that you give me the opportunity to share ideas and amazing people. You have lots of pictures. I know you do. You have a story to tell. Why not grant yourself permission to play with those pictures and pair those pictures with words so that you can celebrate your life and be more present. That's what this is all about. I hope you have a fantastic day and a great week and that you choose to come back next Thursday. I will be here with another episode of Exactly Enough Time.